This episode with Amina Farooq was recorded on the 5th of July 2020. Mike check one two four. Please this is not a podcast. I want to get train from Moscow to Vladivostok. This is not a podcast. Wait, it's not? Hi. Hi. Finally. Yeah, finally. I am good for you. How long have we planned this? It's been like I think planned It's been months. I months, think. yeah. I, I think I started yeah, from yeah. when I started uh, planning this uh, podcast, trying to do this podcast. I asked you. I think it was way back in February. तब ये ये कोरोना वायरस का भी कुछ नहीं चल रहा था. It was all very everything was going fine <laughs> except in Australia where there was a fire. But uh, how how are things now where you live and Uh, here it's um it's mixed it's kind of um uh, some places are opening back up and some places are still uh, taking precautions okay so um it's it's kind of mixed um we've got rising cases the cases haven't you know they're not steady they're not dropping sometimes it's high sometimes it's low but i i hear um, that uh uh uh-huh. what No I said I I I yesterday I heard I saw a news article where which mentioned that there has been a vaccine and uh, it should be around it should come around uh, August second week of August Uh I I don't know I last I heard it was some supposed to be somewhere around October Okay uh, so I think yeah, yeah once that, that's what, if once a vaccine so, comes um, around it should things should get better I hope Things should definitely uh, get under control and should be better. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'm really, really hoping it comes back um, uh, to how it was. And um, it's been really tough. It's uh, all over the world, and it's been kind of uh, a rough year. Rough yeah, year, rough year. Yeah, year totally. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How has it been there? Yeah. Yeah. Things are. yeah they are sort of getting better they have been gradually doing it like they started initially it was a lot much more strict and and i i even if i we had to i had to go out i needed some kind of permits and stuff yeah that yeah like a proof of why i am to justify that the for, for why i am outside right now but now it's 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 like it's summer break and everyone's outside but they're taking precautions people who are outside i don't go outside much they wear masks oh, and that's good. but that's then good. that could be credit to the german culture which uh, i i discussed with tappy as well because people here are much they actually follow rules which <laughs> yeah. uh, other yeah. people in yeah. other parts of the world we don't uh, we take things for granted people here actually they they have they are punctual they are disciplined they follow rules and no they don't uh, require yeah, yeah. a I policeman mean, or that, fines yeah. yeah so yeah that that's always there <laughs> but okay so i'll let i'll i'll start okay i i don't have much uh, stuff planned i had but then i don't i kind of lost the paper where i had written down points pointers <laughs> But then today, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's I just okay. we just, just wanted to have a it's, it's, conversation. Yeah, yeah. We we decided we we're gonna space it out in um, 
a couple of uh, sessions, so that's okay. Yeah, so just a chat. But then, okay, so I want to let, like, I, since we both are very similar uh, uh, age-wise, and we grew up in uh, a similar culture as well, but still, I want to know how it was growing up in 90s in Pakistan. Was it, like... Oh, it was... It was it was fun. I I loved the nineties. I think it was all throughout nineties was probably the best uh, time. Um, yeah, it, there was uh, yeah there there wasn't that much of a, a technological uh, <coughs> sorry uh, advancements and um, emails were just starting up and yeah. computer computer studies was just a, you know it's one of it was one of the uh, works in uh, high school where you know uh, computer studies was a big thing and it, yeah uh, it was <laughs> yeah, yeah and um, it, it was more social interaction was more close at that time you had more physical sports you had more um, friends coming over uh, there was less worries about um, security and yeah. the neighborhoods were very friendly and um, it was a great time and for, socializing uh, was different right it, it was like socializing was was a lot different uh, in, back yeah. in that day you actually made I mean, like uh, I remember every... Please continue <laughs> sorry no 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 you go ahead continue sorry no, I was saying, yeah, I was just agreeing with you. I said socializing was a lot different because now it's all making plans on social media, on the internet and stuff. But back then we used, we had landlines and we actually, there was no, nothing like if you made a plan. Remember now, now we have these uh, WhatsApp groups and stuff where we live update our location and uh, our plans keep changing and stuff like that. Yeah. But back then, once yeah. you made a plan to turn up and there was no live updating, so it was just like it. People, it right. was, we used our instincts, and I don't know how to describe it. Was it? But it was different, right? It was, it was different, but it was um. What can I say? I think it was uh. It was closer. It was. It was easier. It was um. Simpler, uh, actually. Simpler, yeah, exactly. Things were a lot simpler back then. We were more yeah. dependent on pen and paper. And yeah, exactly. Talking to people and getting information from how you uh, talk to people physically. Yeah. Uh, which somehow we've lost uh, with these um, inventions of phones and uh, internet and all of that. I mean, yeah. it has its pros. Um, now, of course, you have a lot of much more uh, availability of information that we didn't have, and you have. Yeah. True. Um, connections yeah and you have connections around the world uh, which you didn't have before so it's it's got its pros yeah and it's it's an advancing but yeah i would say 90s was a, it was a fun growing um period in my life what about you <laughs> Yeah, same, same, same. I, I talk a lot. I mean, you, you've heard me uh, talking about 90s. I probably like at least once a week, I bring up stuff with um, talking and like I talk about the 90s and yeah. n- nostalgia and all that. Yeah. I, I always, I live in the 90s practically. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> 
Novi is uh, yeah still in, uh, in his uh, in his nineties yeah yeah but if it's good it's um I think we had a very um thankful that we had. Also, I I feel like it's it's not that I think everybody remembers their childhood, right? I mean, if you if you if we talk to our uh, earlier generation, like the previous generation, they talk about the sixties and seventies. They talk about it fondly, and I'm sure even our next generation will talk about the two thousand tens and the twenties with the same. Uh, but exactly, then, but exactly. for for us. For us, the '90s will be always special, and I think right now in in the current uh, internet world, it's our generation that is the millennials that dominate. So that's how I think it's that. The remember that 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 meme that goes over the internet saying if only '90s kids will relate and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But then I think it's it's much more deeper than that, right? Because. Our earlier generation and the next generation, they won't know the struggles—not exactly the struggles, the the beauty of uh, our growing up. When we like, when we were really kids, we grew up with uh, we. Uh, there were cassettes and uh, what like videotapes and stuff. And then a little later, yeah. we saw CDs, DVDs, and after that, uh, these pen drives, USB drives, and now. then came along mobile phones then smartphones so we in in our childhood we saw the evolution that our previous and the next generations will won't have like they they haven't seen the we saw the maximum change that's what i want to <laughs> wanted to say yeah i think we we um managed to see uh, how the development happened yeah um, like we have the link Jumping between the two generations between the two eras yeah yeah the two eras exactly <laughs> but uh how how was school life while growing up for you school life it was it was good it was fun i was a sort of kid who would spend more time in the library uh, than anywhere else okay uh, so um yeah so i enjoyed i enjoyed that time it was fun it was it, it was a typical uh, 8 in the morning to 3 3 pm i think and then uh home and more studying uh, because you had homework and then you had um, extra classes so it was it was mostly spent on studying there was there was um very little time for any <clears throat> sorry socializing if there was any socializing it would be on the weekends uh, where we would go to our neighbors and you know play with friends there and school events and stuff like that so it, w- it was a good time i i i i want to ask you like like we have we had schools we have schools that are english medium and there are schools which uh, yeah. are uh, which are in a different uh, medium like for example i am from karnataka it's a state in south india and uh, right. we had two options like we can either go to a kannada medium school or an english medium school where which basically means the medium of you know, the language the medium of instruction is either english or the local language so do you have Something similar there as well. We 
we do we do we have uh, english medium schools and then we have urdu uh, urdu medium schools okay um, okay and but we have a choice also so you can either give your in at least in some schools that i know you can give uh, papers either in english or you can give them in urdu so that choice is open Okay. But the medium in of uh, medium in of instruction is um is both both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, I'm I'm assuming you 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 went to an English medium school. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> um. Yeah. I, like Urdu is is um. It's a tough language. It's it's really really tough. Yeah. But but does it did it also happen in the nineties where people who went to the english medium school were seen as uh, superior to the urdu medium children because that kind uh, of uh, social was always uh, like social class was always there for us and it i don't blame our parents but it's something that society had formed where we we think that english is a better language somehow english is a better than our local languages was it something uh, similar for you i don't really know because i um i went to a school which was uh, sort of semi private so we had people uh, we had people coming in from government schools as well uh-huh and, okay um uh and we had uh, the choice of uh, giving urdu uh, uh, giving papers in uh, urdu so um i personally did not face or experience that kind of divide okay. but i'm okay. sure but i'm sure it existed i i i think it did it, it and it, and it kind of does even now yeah. maybe it's worse now or it's better now i i can't tell but um it it definitely exists yeah, yeah. i think it's it's a lot better now i i like to feel uh, think assume that way because i think with uh for all the uh dissing that we did to technology a while ago internet has <laughs> internet access has brought a lot uh, like has uh, it definitely has bridged bridged that gap yeah, yeah it has kind yeah. of uh, speeded the you know the the efforts of bringing equality in society that Uh, we couldn't in the last uh, 60 or 70 years i feel uh, just the uh, no yeah, the yeah. access to internet has because everybody is, on the internet everybody is an equal so uh, i feel uh, yeah in that way technology has helped our society i think it has absolutely i agree like i said there's a lot of um, closeness now um, between people from in Uh, in this age with people all around the world it's now easier to contact people yeah. than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago yeah you, you have emails you have instant messengers yeah. and it's, it's you have this this what we're doing right um, yeah exactly there yeah So and also let's not forget uh, your the ability to work from home which you are doing right now uh, during this uh, current situation pandemic yeah yeah that's that is a big step i think in uh, adapting to what the situation current situation is and i think it's a big positive step yeah um for the future and okay now that we we kind of 
talked and just segued into your uh, work you are an architect by profession yes that is correct <laughs> that is correct <laughs> that is correct uh, so uh, i i want to uh, how, how did it uh, come about like uh, did you always have a, it was it a dream to be an architect or at what point in your childhood or growing up did you figure out i want to be an architect um i was actually very interested in arts um okay uh, yeah so um and it and it went started from my uh, high my school days actually as very good at art and um i wanted to pursue that line but at the same time i also wanted to go into doctor uh, doctorate mm-hmm. um yeah so i had i had two very different dungeons i had uh, arts on one side and i had science on one side okay which i'm sure you can relate to is very uh, common in our region yeah of course um, <laughs> so i i took the science part first uh-huh. and uh, um, but then i uh, when university time came through i kind of uh, took place in both side on both sides i uh, also gave a test for science for uh, doctors mm-hmm. uh, for medical sorry uh, medical and i also gave a test for architecture side uh, okay which at the time was also offering arts and right. uh-huh. uh, instead of medical i got into the architecture program so that's kind of okay. how i started and and the university that where you went to is oh i went to um comsats okay. institute of uh, technology information and technology uh, which was what it was called at that time okay yeah. okay and uh, okay this this do you do you have regrets <laughs> for not not regrets? going into medicine or are you happy no it's it's a trick it's no. a very uh, uh dada ji kind of question you know which <laughs> relatives ask i mean <laughs> No, no, no regrets. I'm happy where I am. I think I made the right decision, and uh, it's helped me um, over yeah. years. And um, yeah, I think I if I have no regrets whatsoever. If I could do medicine now, maybe I think about it. I don't know. But no, I don't have any regrets that I took on uh, architecture. I'm very happy okay. with it. Okay, that's nice. Because when you were telling me, I, I, I can, I can relate to what you said. Because I went through the same thing. My sister was doing medicine at the time. when my turn came to you know pick um, yeah. my stream and uh, i had an option of uh, going into engineering because i had taken science after my uh, plus i mean after my 10th and uh, i had an option of yeah going into in- engineering taking or medicine or architecture so there were three options and uh, i gave exams for all all of them and uh, my architecture and uh, medicine ranks or you know we have this we have exams which they, they give ranks uh, so and based on ranking we are allotted uh, institutes or universities so my medicine ranking was much way better than uh, my architecture and uh, engineering rank but i was very clear that i didn't want to do medicine and i told my parents no i i i really want to do engineering and uh, so and oh that's interesting 
yeah and now i, I and i have no regrets even <laughs> now i am sure i would have <laughs> done decently even in medical school but then uh, i would not have enjoyed it as much as i loved doing going i mean loved my engineering uh, college life that's good that's that's really good yeah yeah so okay for if like you said uh you you always liked arts and so an architecture was a natural uh, progression uh did you what other did you have other art related career paths in mind as well um i wanted to be a curator okay uh, like what about uh, uh, other like graphic design and stuff because i have seen you uh, your uh, uh, your ability to sketch and and uh, and it's yeah. it's pretty graphic amazing design. i'm sh- oh. <laughs> uh, thank you but um, <laughs> yeah. um graphic design actually started when i started doing architecture okay. i didn't have any uh, i didn't have any prior experience on uh, what it was like back in school because right. at that time we still had traditional uh, ways of painting and sketching and yeah on paper little, i mean computer graphics at that time was not uh, was not something we did uh, it was it was very much uh, an idea or a, a very new concept came yeah a very new concept exactly Mm-hmm. But I like it. I really like it. I like graphic design. I really enjoy it. Uh, graphic illustrations and okay. So you get to do that now in your yeah. profession and uh... I get to do that in my profession. Yes, uh, we have client presentations and most of architecture is all graphical. Yeah. Okay. Representation of uh, what you want to build. So graphic design is a very um, big part of that process yes hmm. nice nice <laughs> okay uh okay enough of that boring things i mean i let's talk about something fun yeah <laughs> do you enjoy traveling um i used to <laughs> okay now I, you, I used to as I, in you you don't get the chance to travel anymore or you don't enjoy it i think with the current situation is a little It's, it's you have to rethink how you're going to travel now. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, not not but, talking about the current um, situation yeah. in general, because like. But I do yes. Or if you if you um put that aside, then yes, I do like uh, traveling. I do enjoy exploring uh, different places and cultures and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have uh? Can you can you list how many countries you have been to so far? list how many countries i've been to yeah one two three i know you have been to uae and uh, usa are there any more uh, i've been to us i've been to canada i've been to europe um mostly london side mm-hmm. uh, then i've been to dubai you know i've been to dubai yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and uh, Okay. Nothing on the east. Nothing on the east. I have not explored the uh, east yet. Okay. That's more than what I have <laughs> and and I like to say that I love traveling. So that's nice. You like traveling. <laughs> I know you like traveling. <laughs> uh, you enjoy um you enjoy hiking. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, yeah, I I like traveling uh, I, mostly alone actually. I like going just going traveling alone on my own and I enjoy that. Really? Yeah, I did not know that actually until I did it. I mean, 
I always thought that because I had only traveled with my parents or uh, the odd occasion with friends, I had never traveled alone uh, as long as I was in India. But once I got here, I had no choice. And once I did it, I I now I'm addicted to it. And I would rather just travel alone because I feel like it it gives me a lot of freedom and I am with myself. Isn't it a bit daunting to travel alone? Or is it, do you think it's because you have the freedom to move yeah, around? Yeah, exactly. It lives, yeah. Because I am uh, with, I'm alone. I am, I can make, I don't have to dip, uh, like, I don't have to compromise on my experience. I don't know if I'm putting that right. But there's no, uh. No, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I just can just go wherever I want when I make, especially when you, when you said hiking. I mean, if you're hiking, when you're uh, hiking alone. <laughs> You don't have to stop for the other person to catch their breath. You just walk. When you you feel tired, sit down and you get up and walk again. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You should it's like once you do it. But I I I also get that there are restrictions for like what what I can do to compare to what maybe maybe you can, and that I would blame uh, the world we live in. It definitely is. Um challenging i think yeah. because i'm touching upon the our uh, uh, gender inequality in our world right now because that's something i i from being a, a male the privilege that i have it i am kind of blinded to the struggles because when apolline pointed out that she does when she goes out and when she when she's alone even here in germany which is uh, quite a forward uh, you know developed country and she she goes out and she told me that she does not do small talk with the shopkeepers and stuff and i was like what <laughs> then i realized that yeah maybe i don't never think about all that yeah it's it is like i said it is challenging but it's not it's better Hello? now because um than it was years ago i think it's easier now for us as women yeah. Uh, go out if you want to, even if that's alone. Hmm. Yeah. And I think there are a lot. What is the next next place that you, if once you get to travel, would you want to travel to? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, like, like, do you have like a dream Europe. destination in mind or something like that? Mm, not really. I'd I'd like to see Europe again. I think I'm. Uh, I would love to see um, Europe. Okay. Sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I have been in uh, Europe for about three years now, and I haven't explored <laughs> much beyond like I beyond the one fifty or two hundred kilometer radius around me. Yeah, I've only been to the Netherlands and the Belgium a couple of times, but other than that, I haven't explored Europe myself. Do you have a place you want to uh, see? Mm, not one particular place but i i generally i want to uh, explore uh, europe just like you and there are a lot of beautiful places uh, in this continent right spain or italy even france yes 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 yeah yes, I, I, I agree i agree on the eastern side like croatia or malta and all these places where they are pretty they're really beautiful as well i've seen pictures yeah. on the internet 
They really are. They're very, very beautiful places. Mm-hmm. But one thing I uh, I didn't don't particularly like about Europe is their the the lack of wildlife. These the people here have managed to like in their the all that industrial growth that mankind did. We have managed to wipe out wildlife altogether. Because as an as an in someone from uh, South Asia or uh, India, when I first came here and I saw these woods, uh, forests as we call it, I was scared. I was genuinely scared to walk through them because trees and foliage or and uh, forests as thick as that in India means there will uh, for sure be a predator or a wild animal inside that could harm you. But then. Uh, I came back and I read up on the internet that there is no wildlife here. <laughs> that is the reason why people just roam around uh, so f- freely. Like there are no... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there are no cheetah, no, what, cheetahs, leopards, any kind of wild cats, tigers and stuff. Uh, even no, like no bears or wolves and, and all that. So once I came to know of that and uh, that kind of emboldened me and now that is when I, I started hiking more uh, on my own because there's no uh, fear of uh, you being you know people or animals attacking you because there are no animals <laughs> so i think we can't do that uh, in, in in india or in uh, pakistan because there always will be <laughs> there are wild animals it's scary you to walk into a forest yeah, on your own yeah 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 definitely should we talk about movies that's a whole other (laughs) i know (laughs) it's gonna be a long conversation but okay what about television tell me about that i mean uh do you remember the time i mean do you remember cable television coming into how was it for because i'll tell you about us for 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 uh, in india uh cable tv came in the early 90s like uh, these channels other before that we only had one government channel and uh, just everybody used to watch that one channel on tv so how how was it for you growing up it was the same we had uh, one national channel okay and i think maybe maybe one or two other which were more informative uh, channels right educational channels and then i think it slowly kind of expanded into more channels and more entertainment it was it was interesting i think but back then we didn't have that much time to really sit down and watch anything because it was mostly school work and school yeah. work uh, after school work it was bedtime and then it was the whole routine uh, kind of on and on yeah and there was this we, one tv sorry oh uh, i was just saying that the little bit of tv that we did watch it was mostly for to catch up on news oh okay to, okay uh, yeah or to see a program that's kind of like an educational one hour slot and um, okay yeah it was late uh, late 90s when entertainment channels sort of got their um, yeah right got their but- market yeah was it also say, for for you the same as well where you were like uh, you had uh, particular times that you were allowed to sit in front of the tv <laughs> parents um. yeah yeah it, it was it was uh, the it was about i think an hour or so before bed okay bedtime and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it is similar. For me, it was. It was a good fun time. Yeah. Yeah, for one hour after school, come back. I would watch cartoon, cartoons. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. And and uh, there there and used to be it. just one TV, right? One TV in the living room. So of, and the whole family would sit. Oh, exactly. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> So those prime time shows where uh, actually family get together time where everybody sits together and watches that program that comes uh, during the prime time um right and most right. often it would be like a soap daily soap kind of thing uh, some drama it scene. would be a soap yes yeah <laughs> it would be something which it was something which the whole um, country would be watching yeah uh, and right it would be something popular and and he, and everyone would talk about it yes yes yeah <laughs> for us it uh, in the late that now that you said it i mean everybody watching it it kind of reminds me of uh, the late uh, 90s the when uh, in india i don't know if uh, you had a similar counterpart or even uh, you watched it uh, the kon banega karodpati uh, which started on the sony channel for us and which was a rip off of uh, who wants to be a millionaire uh, in the us and uh, amitabh bachchan was hosting it and that was one one uh, show that uh, when it's which used to be aired on the television uh, streets used to go empty in uh, india because oh, really? yeah because everybody would uh, be at home watching it and uh, and that kind of response be usually reserve for cricket right <laughs> when cricket matches happen that's when uh, streets would be empty but uh, for a television show it was not not exactly it was un- unprecedented so did you have something similar uh, like a similar show that kind of uh, grabbed massive eyeballs in your country and uh, everybody watched it and kind of talked about it and it was all over the place and I think it was cricket. Okay, so the same. I think cricket. Cricket. Yeah, uh, cricket, cricket. Cricket has always been very. It very has. It has. Yeah. Sport to watch and play, and it still is street cricket. I'm sure you also have street cricket there. We do. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, cricket is the one thing that uh, supersedes anything else. It does. Yeah. Cricket. I think cricket also kind of unifies us. Ex- it does. except when uh, india and pakistan are playing against each other but even then i feel like just looking at you know the people in the stadium fans of either uh, teams the kind of energy that is there i feel like cricket yes. cricket is you know it's kind of irrespective of the border cricket is a is a unifying force and for that i am uh, i don't i i actually I I respect that. Uh sport can sport can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think I I agree. I would agree. Yeah. Like for the brief uh, moment, uh it makes us forget our differences and our troubles and we are able to uh, you know just live in the mo- moment and enjoy uh and celebrate our you know being together. Yes. And appreciate the uh the teams as well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and which is ironical because it is 
literally a competition sport is a competition it's like we are competing against each other but it, it is exactly at that moment that we are able to celebrate a togetherness which which is and and yeah. all yeah. that all the other times we are busy you know uh, focusing on the differences so that that it's, is irony I think it's the fact that both sides know what cricket is uh, yeah. and uh, play it really well and appreciate the fact that each other's teams are strong and have good players which yeah. is uh, what bring brings us together and i think that that takes more more than what we see as a competition so competition is something that we see after the enjoyment of the sport yeah yeah true and cricket is also one of another thing that i associate with uh, whenever i growing up whenever i thought of uh, pakistan it was always, always cricket and i grew up i wa- i used to uh, watch uh, and and even now some of my favorite uh, players are are pakistani and i love them and uh, e- and e- even those during the 90s there used to be this uh, what is that even in the early 2000s as well when uh, these special games like asia versus africa and when the 2004 uh, tsunami happened there was a asia versus world cricket matches exhibition uh, cricket matches that used to happen when uh, players from india and pakistan used to play on the same team and uh, i absolutely loved those because it was like a dream come true for uh, cricket fans like me who always used to you know we we always had this fantasy of imagine how it would be if uh, you know india and uh, pakistan players played on the same team you know how strong our team would be and all that and when we actually see yeah. like uh, like sachin tendulkar and shoaib akhtar playing on the same team it's like it's the peak of uh, i don't know i can't find the exact adjectives but it's the <laughs> it's epitome for a, for a cricket fan from uh, the subcontinent <laughs> yeah they have you seen I, matches like those where uh, you know saurav ganguly wasim akram uh, inzamam and uh, sachin uh, anil kumble they all played on the same team i did i do remember them yeah there's I, still uh, footage on youtube yeah. and uh, i on the odd occasion i go back and yeah, watch and yeah. it's it's so beautiful <laughs> It is. It is. It was. It was a good. Um, it was a good way to bring both teams. Yeah. The the most I remember fr- about India Pakistan uh, uh, cricket heritage is I think two thousand the two thousand four when uh, Indian team uh, toured Pakistan and uh, that I remember most is for is because I was about in my teens that time fifteen years and so it is easy because it's not very early in the childhood so these memories are very fresh and uh, and that was when I was I was old enough to actually. you know follow read newspapers follow the news and that was a very good time uh, i feel because i i loved when uh, you know i i still have this i'm sure i have this newspaper cuttings back home of you know the yeah when uh, i think musharraf was the was it was the prime minister or president what was he i don't know yeah yeah so yeah it, it was it was a very good time <laughs> and i think i and one more thing i i think i've i've wrote on my blog and uh, which we i think when most uh, of when you have a lot you when you have grown up watching our movies like the movies the of the bombay film industry which people uh, in the west call as bollywood right 
we do uh, watch they grew up with Bollywood watching Bollywood movies yeah yeah there was a there was a time when um, Hollywood and Bollywood both movies were very very popular here yeah but uh, did you did you used to actually go to the theater to watch these movies at the time no okay because personally i don't i dislike those uh, now that there are multiplexes and stuff like it's a lot better now but uh, back then when there were these single screen theaters it used to give me headache <laughs> to sit and watch a movie for 3 hours the loud sound and you know the lights and stuff i would uh, even like throw up in the theater because oh i couldn't handle it it was too much and uh, after a while i would i would not i would ask my parents to not take me to the movies yeah i don't know that and since then i kind of had this like but like, now they've, they've they've kind of improved it with the, or they they must have made it worse i can't tell uh, with the 3d and with the 3d movies that are coming out Yeah now I'm sure it's a lot better like the sound quality and everything is improved like this uh, surround sound and the technology is improved a lot and the graphics as well because yeah think, yeah um, a lot of people like the effects CGI effects that that were not there before yeah yeah do you, do you remember the first movie that you watched ever first movie that I ever watched I don't no I don't remember the first movie that i watched but okay. i remember the first movie that i saw in a cinema uh, that one was uh, jurassic park oh the first one really you too <laughs> yeah okay i was not expecting that yeah i the i was yeah first one jurassic park me too <laughs> same and uh, at, or at least that's the one that i remember the most okay <laughs> Yeah. That's a nice coincidence. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. I I Jurassic Park was the first movie I watched in the cinema. Oh, that's really nice. I think at that time it was a very um it was new and different and it was it was yeah. And it was it was memorable also because no one had come up with something as something like that. Yeah, that's true. And I think even now how old was it? like it was what was what was it 1993? and now it is 2020 so even 27 years later if you go back and watch that movie it is it is still pretty good they use cgi they use yeah animatronics and it's way ahead of its time it yeah is, it is and it's and it's still enjoyable even now yeah yeah i i love that movie and i i love the franchise the entire jurassic park it's kind of special for me because of yeah one thing it is that it was the first movie I watched and the first movie I remember that kind of makes it special for me. But uh, do you remember the first 3D movie you watched? First 3D movie I watched was I think it was one of the Marvel ones. Okay. For me I think I watched one in the late 90s but after that uh, recently I watched the I mean it's not that recent even that is like uh, 12 or 13 years ago the last Harry Potter movie that I watched in 3D the final one the eighth movie. Oh. right yeah 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 yeah, yeah that was well. yes. that was the last movie i watched in 3d in the cinema and since then i haven't oh maybe i i have been to the cinema i watched the movies but not in 3d after that so yeah 
Okay, yeah. Since since we I we, I brought up Harry Potter, like, I let's talk about that briefly because that is uh, also how uh, we met on the internet through Hogwarts is here, which is a Harry Potter fandom website. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how did you discover Hogwarts is here? Do you remember that? I was reading a one of the blogs for some book i don't even remember the name of the book but i was reading the blog and uh, there was an article on it okay. com, and explained what the site was about and how you could take classes and and uh, that kind of excited me and this is a bit, i mean this has to be about how many years ago was this i think it was six seven years ago yeah six years ago yeah a little more and, than six years um, ago yes yeah so uh, it was a good time for me to have uh, that kind of spare time where i could uh, join a site and take classes and have and into assignments and socialize with other yeah. fans. Yeah, but and you, I think I, I. You're still involved with the site, right? I mean, you're you're you you still uh, volunteer for the. Occasionally, occasionally I am. Okay. Uh, uh, barring, I mean, you know, schedules and stuff. Yeah. True. But, yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot popular uh, it was a lot popular for me back then it was it was it i think now. the i think in the first couple of years it was and since then it kind of uh, meandered it its popular popularity kind of uh, meandered towards and uh, it did but even now it's it's fun it's still fun people are still joining in and having yeah. fun and you can meet new fans and uh, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. And I think I I can say that meeting you there was one of the highlights. Oh, it was the same, the same. Right. For me, yeah. I for I mean, me it is memorable because it was I think you were the first person from uh, Pakistan not to make it either like political or anything it was like I had never interacted with a person who was from uh, across the border and for me it was like genuine excitement to get to you know uh, to talk to you and you know find I was just so like I I was so curious to <laughs> uh, that like I, I just <laughs> remember so, yeah I was I, really I uh, like I think we we were in a, a chat when we met i think that's how we met uh in the one of their main chats yeah I, one of the yeah group chats yeah yeah we, we yeah we were talking about the assignments and uh, the classes that they had and kind of just exchanging how excited we were to be taking up hogwarts yeah classes. yeah true <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of Harry Potter, do you do you how uh, was it for you? Like, uh, everybody has their own. Every Harry Potter fan has their own Harry Potter story. Like, did you watch? Like, what time? What? How old were you when you picked up the book? Or who introduced you to the Harry Potter uh, movies or the books? Or did you watch the book before the movies or and all that? Just tell me your story because everybody has a new different story. Mine is a little bit. I think it, it could be called odd because mm-hmm. <laughs> um because um I actually uh, found out about 
Harry Potter through its through word of mouth. Okay. There's a lot of everyone was talking about Harry Potter, and at that time I didn't know what Harry Potter was, who Harry Potter was. I, okay. I actually, for a while, I actually thought Harry Potter was the author. Okay. Um, okay. So um, I went down because I used to spend a lot of time in the library mm-hmm. studying and researching and then so I checked out one of the books. I think the second one was the one I could get hold of because the first one was already was already taken by someone. Yeah, issued. Borrowed okay. by someone. Yeah. So I start I started with the second book and I okay. liked it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was different. This was in school. I was in school at that time. So um, somewhere around. Nearing college level when I picked it up, and I liked it so much that I came back to the library, uh, waiting week after week. Okay. Okay. To get hold of the first book, and then it kind of you know how it is uh, the domino effect of reading one book after the other. Yeah. I think yeah. We were. I think we were lucky in that sense that we got the books as they were being published. True. Ex- yeah. So that's very true. Yes. Yeah. So so yeah. So we had to wait for the next book to come out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. That's my story. So your reading order was two, one, three, my four. My reading order was just two, one, and then uh, the rest was all in order. Like ah, okay, 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 okay. Unfortunately, we had to cut the session short due to internet connectivity issues. Someday, I shall get Amina on the call again so I can finish my Harry Potter story. The next episode featuring Claire Peters will arrive soon, subject to my editing schedule. Until then, thank you for listening to Not A Podcast. You can also catch the video counterpart on my YouTube channel, Wait But Why. I have also recently started hosting a brand new history podcast along with Lauren K. Nixon. It's called TLDR History is weird please do check it out episodes out every saturday i think we have around five episodes out already we talk about cool history stuff i know the podcast title says history is weird but it's also cool if you think of it anyway stay safe stay awesome bye